Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. This is the third of a number of special podcasts looking at feeding birds at different times of the year. Every couple of months I'll be giving you hints, tips and advice on what and how to feed garden birds at this time of year. There is usually no better time of year to be out in your garden than July and August. And with the fine weather, flowers and shrubs are at their best, and broods of young birds are visiting regularly in search of food. There is plenty to enjoy. However, it's well worth remembering the summer may not always be easy going on wildlife. In many parts of the country, a lack of rainfall over a prolonged period, coupled with an increasing number of hosepipe bands, means that some gardens do not develop into their full summer glory as they can dry out and become arid. Often by July and August time, some areas, notably in the southeast, are beginning to look very parched indeed. It is perhaps fortunate that many birds, having completed their nesting cycle, are prepared to range more widely in search of food. You may still see some of your regular visitors coming to the feeder or foraging among the borders, but drier conditions will make it more difficult for them to do so. Blackbirds and song thrush, for example, will find it far less easy to extract worms from the rocky hard lawns. Like the rest of us, birds depend on water for their survival. If you live in a restriction-free area, you can continue to top up your bird baths and wildlife ponds in the usual way, and this will be valuable resources for wildlife in your neighbourhood. If you are affected by a hosepipe ban or drought order, it may be worth installing a water butt. After all, you don't have to pay for the rain. August is the last month in which you will see some familiar garden birds. With breeding over for many species and migration well underway for some. Swiss, which have been screaming noisily over many areas since May, will all be gone by this month. This species has a short summer in Britain, arriving late and departing early for wintering areas in Africa. Keep watching the skies and note the date on which you last see them. You'll find the departure dates vary very little from year to year. Relatively few gardens enjoy visits from cuckoos, but those living in more rural or wooded locations have a last chance to see this species too. Most adult cuckoos will also be on their way home already, although young birds linger a little bit longer. Other species are also getting restless for the seasonal flight south, from turtle doves and tree pipits to willow warblers and spotted flycatchers. Even if such summer migrants do not nest in or near your garden, August offers a chance to pick them up on passage, and with so many young birds now on the wing, their numbers should be much greater than in the spring. Records for such out-of-place migrants will be welcomed by the British Trust for Ornithology Bird Tracker Project, as well as by your local bird clubs. And remember to keep a field guide handy by your kitchen window, just in case one of these less familiar species happen to visit your garden. July and August is probably the second busiest time of year in the garden, so it's important to keep feeders topped up. 
The youngsters need all the help they can get now, as they're finally independent, and the adults need to recover their energies after the tiring breeding season. That's why you should never stop feeding birds over the summer season. It's also time when many species are undergoing their molt. This complicated process is both energetically expensive and essential, and is governed by factors such as migration, breeding, wintering and so on. Suffice to say that the time when the principal flight feathers are replaced is the most critical because these are the largest and have the bulk of the material in their structures. Feathers are made from protein, like our hair and fingernails, so a constant source of this is required to complete the process successfully. Molting is a stressful affair for birds, and only the fittest survive. But without a new, strong and properly developed set of feathers, the bird will not be able to forage or fend for themselves for the rest of the year. So once again is a case of every little helps, and a reliable supply of Peter and Paul Four Seasons and Peter and Paul Clean Plate in your garden can only be an asset. Every day in summer, adult birds are searching for food to take back to their young. But did you realise just how many insects birds need to survive? According to figures from the RSPB, a young blue tip may need to eat as many as a hundred caterpillars each day, while robin chicks require some 40 meals a day, and adult common swift eats as many as 40,000 flying insects each day, and will need even more to feed its young. Many species have large broods, with blue tits having up to 10 or more young. Some birds, like house martins, often have to have two or even three broods, which means they're feeding young almost continuously. To think that one pair of tiny birds like blue tits might need to find up to a thousand caterpillars every single day is just astonishing. That's a lot of flying back and forth, and the amount of energy used up in the search of food is incredible. This is where we can help, by continuing to put out food and water during the breeding season. Having it regularly available in a known spot could save at least a few journeys for garden birds, and could seriously conserve energy levels. Lawns, plants and trees are home to thousands of bugs and insects. Although we might want our gardens to look neat and tidy for all those barbecues, I urge people to leave them a little bit more scruffy. A few tips on how to help wildlife in your garden this summer include Don't cut your grass too short. Longer grass and flowers attracts insects. Try to have something in flower for most of the year. Always use peat-free compost. Choose tubs of different shapes, heights and sizes in groups. Create a water feature. Anything from a pond to an old sink will do. Make an insect stack. Pile up old logs, sticks, leaves and wood in a corner. When it comes to birds, the traditional view has always been that we should concentrate on feeding our birds in the winter. When it's cold and nasty and they have a tough time searching for food to survive. Thankfully the world is moving on from this idea, and these days we are feeding all year round. 
Of course, while youngsters are in the nest, they will be feeding on the diet of insects. But remember, they also need protein to grow. So if you really want to do your bit to ensure the next generation get a good start, then providing Peter and Paul mealworm mix will pay dividends. As soon as they have flown the nest, they will naturally visit your garden, food, restaurant and get stuck in. Tired adults could also do with some easy pickings too, as they have just expended a vast amount of energy during the breeding process, and some will even be about to begin again with a new nest and another clutch of eggs. Foods like Peter and Paul Four Seasons and Peter and Paul Clean Plate will get their energy levels back up. There are a few other ways you can help during the July and August. Firstly, stock up with essentials such as food and take care to store it in a dry, rodent-free place. This way you will always be able to supply a good quality fresh food to ensure your feeders are kept topped up. Check to see which nest box have served to raise their last brood and maybe order some new ones to put up in good time for next season. Try to leave an untidy area for all other animals that can enjoy your space. Just a square metre of brambles and nettles could make the difference to a brood of small tortoiseshell butterflies, nectar for adults and salad for the larvae. And why stop there? A good compost heap could be warm enough to attract some slow worms, the ultimate natural slug control device. People often think, where have all the hedgehogs, song thrushes and slow worms gone? Sadly, the answer is usually something to do with slug pellets. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after garden birds and other garden wildlife by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. For further podcasts, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.